0: What's good, everyone? Thank you for stepping into the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach Pace. And we're going to break down NBA playoff takeaways. You know, we in the finals now, so we got to talk about that. We're doing some musical chairs with coaches as of late. You know, it's the same names rotating along, just in different places. So we're going to talk about talk about them. And, of course, as much as it pains me to say We got to talk about John Moran, and then we're going to finish with letting y'all know how to spend your money this weekend. So biggest playoff takeaways, you know what, since we didn't um, talk about the end of the Celtics Heat Series yet, we'll start there and we'll go into the final. So Coach Pace, what were your biggest takeaways of the Celtics Heat Series?
1: Um, the biggest takeaways is the Celtics basically need to break that team up. Um, I'm, I'm done with them. Um, it's not so much I'm done with, uh, Tatum. Um, he needs to step up when necessary, but it's really Jalen Brown. Like, bro, you're a turnover machine. I know Tatum was hurt, but that's your time to let people know, like, I'm the, I'm, I'm also one beat. You know, there's no drop off when he's down. Um, and there's an identity crisis as well with them. So, um, I think the Heat just got an answer for them. They got out coached for the most part as well. Um, out defended. They couldn't shoot. Um, I don't, I, I I really don't know why they were shooting so many three pointers when you start off the game 0 for 10 in game seven. So um, when you don't have a team full of shooters, like when it's going, it's going, but you don't have a team full of shooters. So that didn't make any sense. I mean, they really have a lot of slashers and people that can make open shots. But um, overall, the Celtics played terribly. Miami, I think JJ Redick said it best. Miami forces you to beat yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Boston did. So, it is what it is. Great job from Miami, and you know they've been met forcing teams to do it all playoffs.
0: That's true, man. And you know Missoula got a lot of flack for that. And I was like, I understand that. I, I'm not a big fan of how he handles the media uh, a lot of times. Uh, I know that there were some adjustments that needed to be made that he did not make. However there's only a certain amount of things that a coach can control. And when I see a team make the same mistakes that they made for Brad Stevens, the same mistakes that they made for MA Doka, and they're making the same mistakes for Joe Mazzulla, the common denominator is not the coach it's the players that core has been together that entire time. So when I, when I think of it, I'm like, well, that's just them. Like, that's just who they are. And they've shown it year after year, after year, after year, that they have, they are ultimately talented, but as you said, will find a way to beat themselves if they, especially if they're against the right matchup, if they're against a team that's going to make them very uncomfortable. So I, I just look at it like, man, this is who the team is, and actually, I think it, you know, uh, a player or a couple players' difference. Would make the difference. Would be able to get them out of that habits more so than a coach would be able to get them out. Unless you try to pull a Hall of Fame coach out of your hat somewhere, then maybe maybe they'll change that. Then, but you really can't expect a coach to do that much, uh, to do those type of things. Uh, so I I don't I I know that they're keeping them and I'm glad that they're keeping them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Jalen Brown might be out of there. Like you said, they might have to break that up. Uh, it's it's just not working i know they're young players but they have a lot of basketball miles on them because they've been together for so long so the youth excuse you can't use that uh at all and i don't know what happened they turned on the switch and won three straight games and i'm like okay maybe this is it this was the wake cup call. but then in game seven it was the way they lost in game seven too mm-hmm. yeah i didn't like that again they were beating themselves they were taking bad shots they were not defending well. Uh, it, it was just, it was just all bad. And it's like, when are we just gonna say, "Hey, Jason Tatum, you you supposed to be that guy, and you can't get it done." Even Jalen Brown, as much as I love Jalen Brown, you are supposed to be guy number two, and you always seem to find a way to turn the ball over at the worst times. It's like he gets to the point where he just forgets how to dribble the basketball, which is weird because he's so talented. But I don't know. That's 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 it, man. That was the difference in the series.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame – so I, I they were talking about this. What is Tatum, 24? hmm I wouldn't be so – I'm not so mad at Tatum because – They were going over a stat. Most of the big-time players like LeBron and all them didn't win their first one until, like, like 27. Mm -hmm. So I'm not too hard on him. There's some growing pains going on, of course. Uh, Yeah, he's been in the league longer, but if we're going to compare him to the greats, I'm like, okay, LeBron went to a decent amount of Eastern Conference finals, and, you know, Jordan did. And they didn't win theirs until they were, like, I think eighth, ninth, year maybe at, I know it was like 27-28 so I'm like alright well I'll give him some gratitude but at some point he's gonna have to figure it out it's just I'll give him some gratitude for right now yeah yeah because he's been there four times which is like yeah I know you're supposed to get it done at least once but I'll definitely give it to him for right now
0: yeah man it's gonna be interesting to see when moves are made contracts and stuff and they decided to break break uh, the law firm of Tatum and Brown. See. Uh, so we'll switch to uh, the NBA Finals here. Game one in the books. And it was pretty ugly for most of the game. It was pretty, pretty dominant for most of the game. And I'll start this off by sharing Coach Murph's thoughts uh, he did um send send a little bit you know he's our resident Heat fan so we got to make sure he gets his bars off so mm-hmm. number 1 officiating has to do better two free throws compared to 20 free throws for the nuggets is absolutely ridiculous number 2 Miami will win game 2 because the odds of the refs being the same and then we you know the the, the big story was that the shooters uh, around butler were horrendous a bad shooting day for the Miami Heat. Uh, mm-hmm. Caleb and Duncan and Struce, the chance of them having back-to-back poor shooting nights is, is unlikely. Uh, and then you know, Jimmy Butler has to be aggressive. Like he he got off on a with a good start, hit a couple shots, and I'm like, all right, yeah, he gonna take this, take this over. And then he kind of regressed back to being more timid. Uh, so you can't win with Bam being the best player on your team, says number four. Love is greater than Cody. <laughs> was, I was like, Spoh, why you got my boy in there? Why you got Cody Zeller in there? I hear getting getting cooked, getting absolutely
1: Yeah, I I didn't understand that.
0: There was a point in time where he was under the basket, like like on the floor under the basket, because Jokic gave him a little like hey, hey. and then boom.
1: I just want y'all to know, Boogie Cousins and Dwight Howard are not in the league. Yeah, and this man is. Just want y'all exactly. to know that.
0: Exactly. So Lakers fans, Heat fans, there's people out there.
1: There are. Tristan Thompson did better than yeah. Cody Zeller. I mean, and Tristan only did like a week. He was only there like a week.
0: Yeah, yeah. And overall, Coach Murph says Heat and seven. So he's sticking with the Miami. So now for you, Coach Pace, it, are you are you nervous about the Heat's chances or you still think it will be a good series? Uh,
1: I mean, I got Denver in six. Um, I just think. Uh, I think Jimmy will show up, Bam will show up. I'm just not sure about the rest. Uh, because, you know, I mean. I think, uh, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm honestly just not sure. I think the... Because even if, okay, let's just say Murray and Jokic and Jimmy and Bam cancel each other out, I trust um, the players of Denver, so like Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, Bruce Brown, KCP, uh, there's some other guys too. Uh, I'm not off the top of my head that I can't remember, but I trust those guys a little bit more. And I think they got Reggie Jackson on the bench, too. Yeah, I think
0: so. My boy ain't even seen the floor. That's
1: how deep they are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, they got they got some guys. Um, I just trust those guys uh, a little bit more um, than the streaky shooters. Um, and I think uh, that nine-day rest, man, I'm telling y'all, that – Miami got some rest but them legs man they played they played some tough series just cuz they ended them in you know i think they beat uh Giannis and them in what 5 6 6 i think yeah 6 and they beat then they beat uh the Knicks in what 5 and then they beat Boston in 7 those are some tough series like those were all tough series um, especially the last one where they were up 3-0, and then they had the mental, – like, mentally, that that's a tough series. I think Jimmy and them will be fine, but, yeah, I think I think it's – the marathon is starting to catch up to them, which, I mean, is understandable.
0: Yeah. Because I, I think we might have talked about it on last week's show, uh, just about, yeah, like, if, if you allow a team to prolong the series – like you still got to expend all this mental and physical energy to finish them off. So, if you to finish them off in four or five, you get that rest. Y'all could immediately go to Denver, start training in that altitude. Get you
1: mm-hmm.
0: you could do it at your own pace. You could take care of your body. You could recover and all that. Instead, they just got a couple of days, and uh, you know Denver that whole time was just chilling. They're used to it already. They're training, and they're mm-hmm. good to go. And they they were mostly healthy anyway. So, there wasn't any big things. You don't have a Tyler Hero that they're trying to get on pace to come back in the next game. Um, Jimmy Butler's ankle that was bothering him, you know, that hasn't got a chance to to truly recover at all either. So, which might explain some of his timidness, but, um, you know, they talked a lot today about his pump fake and how they're not falling for his pump fake. So, to get that first step advantage and then get to the basket, uh, and, and, and Denver is a long team So you got you got people waiting for you And so if he tries to do the same moves That he did against other people They're not going to work So either he has to stop short And do the pull-up mid-range mid, mid J Or he's just going to have to go in there And make the refs start calling some calls And stuff At least be aggressive enough to do that And put them in a compromising position But I noticed in the Celtics series He shot away when Williams was in the paint
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, he did
0: a couple times, and then he was like, all right, now nah, I can't do it," you know. But in Game Seven, then he tra- he turned it back up. And I'm like, "Bro, you like, you proven you could do it against a really good shot blocker. You could do it against these guys too."
1: Yeah, I mean, he, uh, yeah, when you got six, eight, seven, th- two or three, and then six, eleven on the back and then you got six, three, and I think Murray is six. Bruce Bruce Brown is 64 and then you got 63 and I think KCP might be 64 6 in between 64 and 66 six. and they just rotating bodies at you it's kind of it's not easy especially in the altitude so and special was talking about yeah we're going to turn the gym off and have them play in the humidity first of all you're not doing that cuz none of the fans are coming all right <laughs> second of all what he doesn't realize is like training in an altitude makes it easier for when you come down to regular, you know, um, gym level. So, like, C level. So, like, all that, even though, even if it would be a little bit hotter, guess what? That's not really going to affect them because they're still going to be well conditioned athletes. So, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think it's still a, at this point, Miami's starting to run out of gas. I don't think they're going to play bad, but I think they'll get one or two, but the, the gaslight is on.
0: Yeah, I have I, – I'm with you. I have no good, good six. sakes. Um, I do have enough respect for them to say that, hey, they can get two games probably, and especially, especially at home. Um, my fear is them trying to win in Denver. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, and I agree with the Kevin Love thing. Like, put that dude in the game. At least he's going to give you shooting. Like, Zeller really doesn't give you any offense. And Kevin Love is a really good passer as far as, like, taking the ball from a rebound, throwing mm-hmm. it up court, getting the offense, going early, not giving Denver a chance to set up their defense. hmm So.
1: And he's a rebounder.
0: he's a rebounder. Yes, he's still got some good rebounding skills. So. Yeah.
1: He's, he can get Cody Zeller rebounds with a lot more to give on the other ends, both ends.
0: I'm kind of looking at Spo like, bro, what are we doing here? So we'll see if he makes an adjustment in game two.
1: Yeah, I better luck putting in Haslam.
0: They'd have been, better. yes, yes. Haslam would have gave you more production than that. They'd have been mm-hmm. better. Be honest, than Cody Zeller. I'm, I'm good. I'm good for a solid ten, solid ten and two.
1: Who I don't know about that. I don't know. I ain't gonna say well, I'm good for nothing, but I know I'm just not gonna be out there,
0: <laughs> right? you gonna feel my presence in this game. Okay, I
1: about to say, I might end up with three thousand three minutes, but you're gonna know, like, listen, where I'm gonna get a steal or something, like, I'm gonna be somewhat useful. they gonna be like, oh, he got a steal on so. I'm, be, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. yep, yeah. I'm going to
0: pick somebody's pocket. I'm going to grab a board or two. You know what I'm saying? I might even drop a dime. I might even drop yes, a dime. You know? I give him that Magic Johnson, man. You know what I'm saying? Just give him with the uh, the layup.
1: Facts, all right? Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, man. Um. So, about the coaches. So, we've seen Nick Nurse in Philadelphia. Monty Williams in Detroit. Frank Vogel in Phoenix. So I'm looking at these destinations and I'm kind of like, eh, is Nurse really going to be able to take Philly to the next level? Because in my opinion, it's a player issue. Uh, Doc may not even have been the right coach for the particular job. But again, it's a similar thing to Boston that we've seen in Bede and we've seen Harden in other places not – show up consistently in the playoffs and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what he gave us and so I'm not sure if nurse is going to be able to get them to the next level for Monte Williams I think it could be a good fit in there those young guys I think will listen to him uh and Detroit was so bad I think Monte's you know he's like well there's nowhere to go but up from here so (laughs) anything that he does positive they're gonna be like oh yeah this is great
1: uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's gonna be good for Detroit though, because um, they sh- they basically blamed him and nobody wanted him and he was he's pretty much thrown under the fire um, in in Phoenix. So what's gonna happen is they are gonna realize they gotta break the team up. Chris Paul's trash. Um, he's literally what uh, Patrick Beverly said. He's a cone. Um, yes, I said it. Chris Paul is a cone. Uh, at this point in his career, Um, who can't stay injured. He can make it through a season, but he'll be out by the second round. Don't worry. Yeah. And then KD flames out because, I mean, he's old. Like, bro, like he's 15 15 years in, I think, 34, 35. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't realize, my man's is old. So, yeah. And then Devin Booker, he's gonna have to do all the heavy lifting. They better pray to God they trade Aiden because Aiden don't want to be there. And so yeah, um, they're pretty much cooked.
0: So I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm not real sure if Frank is gonna be able to get Phoenix over the hub. I mean, because you're looking at Monty Williams being able to get to a finals with Phoenix, um, playoff. Exit last year, what was it in the conference finals mm-hmm. and then this year um, in the second round. So I'm like, uh, well, you know, Chris Paul, you can book him to get hurt every year in the playoffs. And then, mm-hmm. then you had a depleted roster because you gave everything for Kevin Durant. So mm-hmm. He's trying to still figure out what these lineups are looking like. And he didn't have much time in the regular season. A because it was a midseason transaction with KD, and then KD gets hurt in the layup line. So then you mm-hmm. still figure out who's working with them with your with your new superstar. So you you have to figure it out in the playoffs. And the, the Clippers for them to get a couple games, you know, they're well coached, but they really didn't have like the stars out there. Right. That, so it's hard to see kind of how they play against um elite talent. And then yeah saw what happened in denver you know booker got high got you you know two games but that was when, that was it yep yeah uh so coach murph's thoughts on that is pistons will make the playoffs next year is his prediction uh, i with, agree with k being injured uh and then having the fifth pick and a and a great young core uh under uh Montese tutelage because uh, the Hawks might phase out. He's thinking the Hawks might phase out and that would create a spot for Detroit there in the East. Uh, he thinks Nurse is in an unfortunate situation uh, and selected the worst uh, coaching vacancy. And then he's, you know, and, and it's funny because Coach Natty T said the exact same thing that Coach Murph said about KD. KD wants to be bronze so bad. That's why yeah. you got Frank Vogel because they're like, Frank got... LeBron a championship in the bubble, so I think he could take us and get us one too.
1: But okay. he's better than you, Ad. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what else you want. He's better than you, bud.
0: Yeah, you're not LeBron. You're 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 you're, you're you know great in the sense that you belong to be you know considered as a top tier player, a top elite player. In NBA history, but you're not Brian.
1: Yeah. And it's okay, man. Everybody can't beat Brian.
0: And that's just my my issue with the league. And I, I said this in, in our chat. I was like, you know, the, the player empowerment piece that LeBron gets credit for has been a double-edged sword. I think it's benefited his career. Mm-hmm. But when people try to duplicate that they end up falling flat on their face.
1: Now, yeah.
0: You might get the bag. So if you're looking at it financially, sure, that's a win. But if you're looking at it as far as, like, career success,
1: yeah, ah,
0: it leaves a lot yeah. more.
1: It's not, I mean, I know they say follow LeBron le temp- template, but that means off the court. Guys, don't be like him on the court because that only works for one man.
0: Yeah. Like, if, if you, if you want to give credit to KD for jumping on the Warriors team, and getting that, like, he literally went into the most ideal situation ever, ever. So I look at that as an outlier because that situation doesn't present itself all the time. And then Kawhi Leonard was on the one-year rental there in Toronto. Um, they were in a lebron Eastern Conference, got to the finals, and then uh, KD gets hurt, and then Clay yeah, gets man. hurt. So they didn't even play the Warriors at full strength or that could have been a different series, but, you know, he still played. But that was it. Like, everybody else has got nothing out of it.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some some things, you know, don't work for everyone. So you got to find your own path. You got to think about what works best for me. It's not a one size fits all type of situation.
1: Understandable. Very understandable.
0: My last topic here, man. So, I am Silver gets up today and says in a, in a, in a press conference he says, Hey, you know, we found some stuff about John Moran. You know, we found some new evidence here. And, uh, um, we, we, have, uh, we have an idea what we're going to do here. But uh, out of respect to the NBA, the players and the teams in the NBA finals, we're not going to say anything until after the finals has ended. In my opinion, this is what I think. I think Adam is hurt. I think he was speaking emotionally because better judgment would tell you not to say that. Better judgment would tell you to say something like, um, "Yeah, we are, we are, we are finishing the investigation on that. I should have an answer for you all in a few weeks." That's if you're going to say anything about it. That's what you say, because you're not talking about, "Oh, hey, we found something. It's big now, and yeah, we're gonna drop a bomb." But we're gonna wait till the finals is over that tells me that it's something that it is indeed a bond. Like that is probably not going to be something very light. Cause if it was like, he's suspended for 10, 15 games. Yeah. Like, it's like, Hey, you found some really damning evidence that's going to make this very layered, uh, the punishment. Then you're going to wait until after the final. So it had been better because what what happened today, Coach Pace is that it was all over television anyway. You didn't want to take away from the finals, but it was literally on every single show because you put a lot too much information out there, Mm
1: -hmm. and it's still
0: distracting from what happened last night in the finals. So, like, you defeated your own purpose. But I think Mm -hmm. because Jai lied to him, and that's why he said what he said. That's my opinion. What are your
1: thoughts? Um, I just think Jai Jai got himself he dug a hole not realizing how hole, how deep the hole was and he can't get out of it mm-hmm. so it's one of them things where like I mean I get he yeah so they found some more evidence whatever I do agree he defeated his purpose of what he was saying um, but the thing is I think job ja ought to get suspended at least half to get half the season without pay mm-hmm. that's the kicker is without pay because mm-hmm. he gets paid. Per year, what is it? Five years, like thirty? Four yeah. year two thirty. Yeah. So that's you just lost forty million dollars. You about to lose another? Hold on, let me look up Jaws contract. I'm about to look up Jaws contract right now. And depending on how
0: this goes, I know that his shoe sold out. Uh, pretty quickly, but that was, you know, after this news dropped, is there going to be a change in the way Nike handles the situation?
1: uh, Five-year, five-year 194, so it starts the next year, five-year 194, and it probably can go up with some incentives. But let's just keep it at that. So that's 30. They broke it down, that's average about 39 million a year. Bro, you're about to lose another 20 million. Like, are you you blew 60 million? Imagine blowing 60 million dollars in a year. Man. Actually, six months. Bro, that's that's actually crazy. Like, if somebody don't slap you. And that's not saying that's not taking an in, in consider of endorsements that he didn't lost mm-hmm. the Nike shoe sales. He didn't lost. Bro, like you damn near about to lose a hundred million dollars, bro. In six months. Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't know who's in your circle, but I was, Oh my, if one of my homies, if you, Demaris, any one of my Toledo homies ever lost a hundred million dollars, six months, I'm probably gonna punch you in your in your in your stuff. I'm not gonna lie to you yeah. and
0: i would i would I would deserve that if, if that's what
1: happened like I might smooth break your jaw just because of the simple fact money that type of money you're one percent of one percent mm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you just out here thinking like oh yeah i'm I'm this that and third, and you know. I'm just like, bro, you blew your you blew sixty million dollars, probably I don't know, probably close to I'd say eighty right now, and you it's not clicking like my boy,
0: and the fact that they had to work to play with the union so closely
1: mm-hmm. not- and, they, and they finding more evidence, my boy, like, what are you doing?
0: Because as of now, from what we know, he te- he hasn't broken any, like, law. Mm-hmm. But if they find something that is
1: mm-hmm.
0: law-breaking, then that changes everything. That changes. Yeah.
1: Because I know you probably can't... You can have a gun, but you probably can't have a switch on it. You probably can't have nothing modified. Mm-hmm. You probably can't have... If he got ten guns. Like, there's probably a limit of how many guns you can have. Uh... They probably found out some more incidences or something like that that he got into with his friends. And like mobile, it is really like outside, and I think somebody said it best. Outside, I think Shannon Sharp said it best. Outside of the federal government, sports corporations have the best of the best lawyers.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause they got to cover all their P's and Q's. So, like right, you just giving them ammunition to take your money. Because you think because you think you a hot boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I promise you, if job was in the trenches, job wouldn't want to be in the trenches. I can guarantee it. Guaranteed. If somebody put if if he was Dolph, so Dolph actually was in the trenches. Uh-huh. I bet you if his car, if he survived. If he got shot at a hundred times, because this is confirmed, Dolph got shot at a hundred times in his um, uh, bulletproof truck. Hundred bullets. Bet you job would never ever pick up with Glock again. If they switch, if they switch, but I bet you, and he would not want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So like, I don't, I don't get the whole like, you want to have a a house out in wherever the rich part of Memphis is, but you want to carry a, a, a gun around and post it. I, I just don't get it mentally. Like, And I get you 23, you're doing stupid stuff. Like the strip club thing, I'm cool with the strip club thing. He ain't break no laws. The only law, the thing he shouldn't have done is bring a gun in the club. Now, if you out there blowing money, getting drunk, uh, spending money with strippers, hey, do what you do. I ain't got nothing to say. You're young with money, I get it. But when you start breaking laws, I'm like, dude, come on now. At 23, you want nobody trying to break no laws. Sure. You out here trying to get some money and blow it a little bit, go on some vacations, drink some casamigos, and do what we need to do. That's it. I don't get this whole thing with breaking laws and showing the gun on like you are not one of them. Nah.
0: Nah. Cause he he he'll say like the most random stuff too. Like when there a, he left like a really huge tip for a server in a restaurant. I don't know if you saw this video. Uh, and the server was like, this was last season. And the server was like, who are you? You somebody, you, you look familiar. Who are you? She trying to, she trying to guess. And he was like, I'm black Jesus. And, and she was like, no, no, you're not Jesus now. Nah. And um, then eventually figured out who he was and everything like that. And he left her a big tip. Anything, but I'm like, why is black Jesus the first word, the first thing that comes out your mouth? Like, that kind
1: of
0: like a like a, a ego type of thing. And I yeah. could much into that, but seeing how he's acting, it, it mm-hmm. right? If he'd have said that and nothing would have ever happened after that, we'd be like, whatever, you know, he's just a, but mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff together, it doesn't create a good picture of him.
1: Yeah, the whole black Jesus thing was like a little weird because I'm like. You could have just said, I'm just a guy with some money. Yeah. Add a little extra few dollars. Nobody important.
0: Yeah. I was like, ah. Yeah. But you, you mentioned Shannon Sharp. So, you know, he got a buyout with FS1. And so he going to finish out, you know, the finals there with Skip mm-hmm. on Undisputed. And then he going to
1: put his two weeks in.
0: It was two weeks.
1: <clears throat>
0: Got his buyout and everything. And so ESPN been recruiting him hard.
1: Really? Uh, hmm.
0: Yes. I'm gonna send you a video for those of you that follow Stephen A. Smith on his I, No Mercy was it podcast that he has? Yep.
1: Yeah. I was just about to watch that after this.
0: Listen to what he says. Listen to what he says. He basically he basically trying to recruit old dude uh, Yeah. So uh, and, and, and our, our sources here in the coaches box confirm that even before the episode aired, that ESPN in general is trying like hardcore to recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they they may be looking at Emmanuel Ocho to fill in San, Shannon Sharp's spot on Undisputed with Skid. Boy,
1: ain't nobody watching that. I ain't <laughs> watching, I ain't wasting my hey hey, whoo,
0: I ain't watching that. I don't know because it's kind of weird. Like, they've been having like other people on speak, like, host. Because, like, Joy Taylor is a good host because she did it with Colin Coward, um, out mm-hmm. and like, stuff like that. And I'm, I wonder if they're experimenting, they've been bringing in different people to kind of see what works and everything. So, I wonder if that is connected to this, um, or they're just trying to get extra people on the show. But I, I look at that, I mean, but really, it, it, you know, I we had a big conversation on just the the amount of money that's an independent, uh, you know, Club Shay Shay does way more numbers than Undisputed does. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you look at, uh, you know, my sources were like, hey, Pat McAfee was making $30 million just for one show as an independent. But you got to do all the work, basically. You got to do a lot of legwork. So there is more work that goes into that, but you're getting paid much. Now he's with ESPN. They have his people doing the work for him. But he's still mm-hmm. making 17 mil off of one show. But he's right. able to do that because he had 30 million before. So now he's able to leverage more than mm-hmm. what he did. because Stephen they only making 9 million. And he had to fight right. for 9 million. And he doing all these different shows. He everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, they're gonna have to, they gonna have to back the brink truck. Like Shannon going at least 15. Mm-hmm. At, at minimum 15.
0: Cause if he's if he's pulling out his numbers like yo, like. I'm doing better on YouTube and stuff, but all this, all I gotta do is I'll just do everything myself
1: and mm-hmm. stuff
0: like that. And I can get this amount of money because look at what so-and-so is making. Yeah, so he could he could create leverage if he if ESPN is gonna try to pay it back, or Shannon could just try to independent route for a little bit and see how he likes it. Cause unlike Pat McAfee, uh Shannon Sharp, you know, his kids are grown. I don't think he got a girl or whatever. So like yeah. he has more. Time, um, mm-hmm. he wanted to spend more time with his family, so he decided to go to ESPN.
1: Um, yeah, he won't be there too much long. He won't be there too long. I think he'll be there till his kids, you know, do what they need to do, get older, and then he'll probably go back to independent because I don't think his following is gonna like die off anytime
0: soon. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, because I think he's think he's thinking like he needs this. Aaron Rodgers is a big fish for him. Aaron Rodgers will eventually retire, and I'm sure he's going to find another big fish to be, like, an exclusive yeah. uh, interview or whatever.
1: I but. think people are going to listen to Aaron Rodgers, too. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up being, like, a regular, regular, like, basically turning into, like, A.J. Hawk. They're going to have A.J. Hawk and Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and then that's going to even give him even more leverage. Yep. more people are going to tune in. And he's going to be like, uh, yeah, this 17 mil was cool, but I'm going to go make this 40 mil now since Aaron Rodgers is on my TV show.
0: Yeah, very true. He could be just the analyst on the show after his football days are done. That's very true. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, man, we'll see what happens. You know, We'll be covering it as things unfold here on the Coach's Box. But before we wrap up, uh, Coach Pace, what you got for us this weekend in our bet basketball section?
1: All right. All right. So I just had it up. Give me a second to pull it right back up. So I got a five legger for y'all. I'm thinking it's a guarantee. Give me my cheese. All right. We got the heat covering the spread. All right. I got it at eight and a half. I'm thinking going to 10, uh, probably 10 and a half. Um, We'll see how I feel. Uh, But Jimmy Butler guarantee over 20. That's not even up for debate. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., eight plus boards, all right? He's known he's – I think they're focusing on Jokic a lot. They have to devote a lot of attention to Jokic, and Michael Porter is coming up big time on the rebounds. He's ve- he's sleeping. He's very – y'all sleeping on him when it comes to the rebounds. Mm-hmm. Please get him. I also got Michael Porter over 10 points yep. because all my men know how to do is score that thing.
0: That's <laughs> true. Sure.
1: All right. Um, and then I got Gabe Vincent over 10 points. That's my wild card one. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to pick Miami to win, but I wasn't that confident. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I think they will cover the spread. I think it's going to be a lot closer game. Um, but, yeah, um, that's that's my bet. Gabe Vincent 10-plus 10 pl- 10 points.
0: Not bad at all. Sounds like a win to me. Go ahead and book it. Those of you out there, I think that's a safe bet. And if you want to be a little bit riskier, you can –
1: Throw Aaron Gordon. Facts. Throw Aaron Gordon for, like, four boards or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show just as much as we did. Thank you all for stepping into the Coach's Box. On behalf of Coach Pace, Coach JP3, stay blessed and stay safe, y'all. Peace.